I don't believe that balance exists. I believe it's wholeness. I'm whole to begin with, but I I have work to do. Wholeness to me is being able to be your own bridge to your heart, through your heart. Today, I was completely thrilled to be able to talk with Carol Tuttle. She has been an influence in my life since I began my work over a decade ago. And it feels like a turning point for me to be able to sit with her and to have this conversation. She is the author of so many amazing books. She is honestly step one in transformation in my world, in my life. And I was so thrilled to get to meet her. Be sure to utilize all that she offers. She has so many resources for you. And I am thrilled to announce that she is going to be one of our experts. And you will begin to see some of her content in the Wholeness Library. The Wholeness Library is full of all sorts of techniques and topics that help you find your wholeness on a daily basis. Also, thank you so much for rating and reviewing this podcast. It really helps a lot and it helps our message spread further and wider. So let's get started with Carol Tuttle. It really started in the late 80s when my life was really beyond messy. I know there's stress moms and, you know, mine was I was in a severe mental health condition. I can honestly say I had undiagnosed suicidal depression. And now I've since had diagnoses over the years, but at the time that wasn't talked about in the late eighties, it was still very much closeted. I on my own sought out a psychotherapist because my life was so uh, just riddled with rage. Um, I'd get triggered constantly. I had four children, six and under, our marriage and we'd only been together like seven years. And it was just from the go, it was a challenge and very hard. And like my, my sort of belief at the time, you know, was, well, if you do what's right, everything will be hunky dory. And that was not the case. Cause as far as doing life, I was a master. I could pull off all kinds of stuff, you know, by the, you know, the, the, what, what didn't exist in the day, but the Instagram version of me would have looked real sweet, you know, but behind the scenes, it was really ugly. And I knew my life was affecting my children's life dramatically. It was my commitment to my children that led me to really pray with great kind of fury in a way, because I was angry at the fact that what, why, why is my life so hard? Why do I not even want to live and not even understanding depression yet? Like I do now, I'm, I'm an expert in what that takes to heal, but um, it was just a piecing together over the years. And what led me into the more alternative work was after I'd exhausted my, my two and a half years of psychotherapy and put a lot of the pieces together, what I was dealing with and unbeknownst to me, how much my childhood and trauma in my childhood had really left me in this broken state. Um, John Bradshaw was my Carol Tuttle, I could say. I've been, you know, that person that's really helped make sense of things and turn help people help turn people's lives around at this point. But he was my sort of the author that that spoke to me in a way that once I started practicing what he taught, things started to 
I started to see some progress. And so in 91, even though I had my life story pretty well pieced together, I was still this broken person. And I really said to God, you know, I, I will do whatever I have to do, but I want to, mm-hmm. I want to heal. Mm-hmm. I want to be well. If the atonement, as I understood it and how it'd been taught in my life is a legit thing, mm-hmm. then I want to be the recipient of that. What do I got to do? And mm-hmm. interesting enough, I was led to uh, learn energy healing, starting with Reiki in mm-hmm. 91. I'm like, Hey, I was desperation. I always tell people, well, when you get desperate enough, you'll get really open, but (laughs) it really was an answer to prayer. And Mm -hmm. I was led to this body of work with a group of women that I had connected with in a 12 step group. I'd been in for over two years that we decided we were going to learn Reiki. Well, I didn't know enough at the time that what I was doing was healing my chakra energy, my seven primary chakra energy, which now I know altered my life course, mm. completely put me on my path. Because mm-hmm. by 1995, I had my master's level certification in rapid eye therapy. I launched a private practice. So I was in private practice before I went online, but I went online very early. I knew that my my one-on-one coaching and group work that I was doing with individuals was really just prepping me for a much bigger audience. Mm -hmm. And I could tell that as things started to unfold in the online world, that that was the space I would, I'd be led. Mm -hmm. I launched my first website in 2000. My first book came out in 93. Mm -hmm. As a member of my own religious group, I was the only, to this day, the only person that's spoken of healing from sexual abuse within a strict religious system and how you navigate that, because there's actually quite a bit of, at the time, in the early nineties, it was not something they wanted you talking about. Right. There's a lot of, on top of that, than spiritual abuse in you, if you made any movement to talk about or get well dealing with this childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've never been someone that position myself to speak for or against my particular particular religious body, which has always been a smart move of mine. It's been, I'm going to teach what I know from mm-hmm. my experience without pointing the finger at anybody. Mm-hmm. It's my journey. And I went on, I've gone on now, what, 30 years later to have written 10 books and reached literally millions of people online and prolific body of content. Yeah. I'll say we have three main brands. There's three, there's three doorways. People find me nowadays. Mm-hmm. There is the energy healing. Um, I have several books that really relate to that. And my website is just caroltuttle.com. There's that mm-hmm. brand. And I have a very prolific, um, it houses all my courses. We call it the Carol Tuttle healing center. We have 16 courses that you have access to with a membership. Mm-hmm. So rather than selling individual courses, mm-hmm. we made it cheaper and more accessible for you to just go get the library. Yeah. Yep. And then the big player right now would be dressing your truth. Mm-hmm. It does have a connection with energy. Yes, it does. We can get to that. And then the other brand is the child whisper. I, um, mm-hmm. It's a body of work where my book, the only product I sell in that world is my book, The Child Whisper, but it's turned a lot of parenting, uh, parent-child relationships around for the better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me, it's, it's me included. <laughs> yeah, me included. Yeah, so you'll either, you'll find me one of the, one of, you'll, 
people will recognize me or see me or go, you look familiar. You may have seen my Facebook ad. (laughs) We're going after moms and women over 40 that don't like the way they look, let's just say. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, I laugh because in 1992, you went to Reiki. I was the same thing in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. You were early. I I mean, I I had it. I'm definitely the, there's those that were before me, but I'm the first wave of those of us in the baby boomer group that mm-hmm. were, you know, the, the ones of us that took the lead on the alternative and the kind of woo woo stuff Yeah, was in that group. No question. And I was one of the first to really show up online and take it to the internet. You were the, if you, I mean, for years, anytime you type in any kind of chakra, you're going to, you're going to yeah. show up here. I'm going to show up. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I liked those days. Yeah. <laughs> now I got every other influencer pitching their life coaching. Practice. It's true. Well, it's I true. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I even, t- I was one of, I took the master energy healing course. Actually, I was, um, through uh, Mind for, Valley. Uh-huh. I, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did that. And, I and, published several things with a, another company called Mind Valley because we just didn't have the gun power and the resources yeah. really to support all my work. So we opted to do my more alternative stuff, publish it through Mind Valley, mm-hmm. let us build our foundation for dressing your truth. And once we got that all going, we I, I left Mind Valley and brought it all back brought into my space, which is yeah. where it all is now. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was, I, I didn't love their marketing tactics. I'm yeah. not, I'm not a scare you, you know, you're going right. to or else person. Right. Me, I know. Willing to I, do that. I agree. I totally I'm not going to sell you on the fact that I'm going to hundred percent guarantee every aspect of your life. I mean, I know I can improve the quality of your life. Right. I can guarantee right. that. Is it going to, yeah. It's going to be necessarily easy for everybody. You've got to show up. There's some right. 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 Yeah. There's a mixture of showing up and there's a mixture of compassion and there's a mixture of, of listening to yourself. You know, it all comes. I want to teach people to be their own wellness expert, quite honestly. Yes. Yes. Fashion expert, your own wellness expert. I'm still there because I do feel we need mentors and support in our world. Mm -hmm. And they're far and few between really that you can legitimate, you know, I have a life I have a vast life experience now. I'll be 66 in two months. And I trust me over the 35-year-old, 100%. I've had to walk it. And I've mm-hmm. had to learn it. And I've had to implement it. And mm-hmm. I do walk my talk. Yeah. I'm very much an ethical person. I just, I can't sell you on something that I can't personally believe in, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've been along for about a decade, you know, a decade. Yeah. I was doing my thing, being the mom, you know, doing my thing, same thing, life crashes at you. Where do you go? Get, get on your knees and say, you get to the point where you'll, I'll do anything, you know, same thing. I'll do anything to feel better. I'll do anything. And I I felt crummy a lot of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, (laughs) I know, in fact, that's one of the things the last few years, the last few years, I have seen you take even a step higher. Like you have really, you just telling how my whole, I just am, I'm settled into me and, and I've worked very hard to get to a place where I live a very, um, I I'm legitimately at peace and happy Mm -hmm. and I feel good physically. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, 
yeah, you're living your best life. I mean, and it was already doing well, but it's like, you can just tell like it even it leveled yeah. up and it's just, I appreciate that. yeah, it's been really, it's. Yeah, I'm your gal too. Yeah. If you need a mentor for how to age, cause I kind of, I'm cracking the stereotypes on that one. Cause I just, it's always kind of dumbfounded me that what do you wake up one day and you just start acting old talking, right? Old? I don't get it. You know, so yeah. I'm really committed to catching myself in stereotypical thinking or cultural ageisms and going, why yeah. would I choose that? Yeah, I agree. I, when we were moving, I have, my sister was like, well, you got to move on at level when you're so that you don't have to go up and down the stairs. And right. I was like, why, why, <laughs> why would you stop yourself? <laughs> know that there's a great documentary on Netflix about um, the gentleman that did the produced this, studied the areas of the world. There's like six or seven of them where people live into their hundreds at a very high level of health. Mm -hmm. He came up with nine common denominators for each of these areas. And one of them is mobility because they don't have, they live in more rural areas. They don't have much furniture and they sit on the floor all the time and they're getting up. Uh, so get rid of your sofa and make sure you have three floors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. I yeah. like I like if I have to move because I can't, then I'll move, but I'm not going to plant that in my okay, forehead. You should be thinking in terms of, I need to keep myself moving. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, sit on the floor and get up all the time, at least once a day. That's right. That's right. And I, I feel like I mean, my husband, I said, look, if I'm going to be aching, I'd rather ache from movement than, you know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'll if I'm going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather do that. So I, I love it. Well, um, yeah. So, so I, I pulled up some of my books, my remembering wholeness, you know, which yeah. we did a podcast on like the, I, I did a podcast on like the five books that I would recommend for awakening. And th that was one of the books oh, was you. that remember to wholeness. Cause it was, it's just for people that just are just beginning to see a little glimpse of that awakening and what that looks like. And I, when I say awakening, it's almost just, it's like coming home to yourself and realizing that you have agency and the ability yeah, to create that, in your life. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Actually, I um, re last year, I released a 20 year anniversary edition, or I guess it was 2021. And it's really more pertinent now than when I first published it in the year 2000. It mm -hmm. really speaks to our current experience on the planet. It's very, very helpful yeah. to help you kind of navigate the crazy and the unfamiliar and the, the background noises louder than ever, as far as a world in crises, mm -hmm. it can be very depressing very quickly. Yeah. You have to learn how to become, I, I have a quote, we all live in the same world, but we're free to create our own reality. And that's really the the message and what I teach in remembering wholeness is you're a part of this bigger experience so much you can't do anything about, but you have such great influence in the sphere of your own reality. Mm -hmm. And what if the challenge is not even how do I survive? It's how do I create joy amidst a lot of sorrow and suffering? Mm -hmm. How do I, how do I maintain that position as a person, you know, to be one of joy and gratitude? For sure. For sure. And, and I, I like the way, you know, there's lots of books you can read, lots of gurus. But what I've really appreciated about your book is, you know, you hear like you, you're the creator of your life and then, okay, but you actually 
give us something to do to do it. You know what I mean? You give us <laughs> a next step. about practical application. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and you're so mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the thing is I, sometimes it would be frustrating because it's like, okay. Cause I feel like sometimes we can easily go to shame if we're, if we don't have any, if we're just told you create, you know, you create your life, the end, you know, it's like, well, then what do I do? You know, what well, do I you got to understand it from a couple perspectives too, because nobody's like, yeah, right. I want to create all this pain and anguish. And I'm like, well, you have to understand there's the soul's perspective. You're mm -hmm. at whatever level of consciousness you are as an adult currently, then there's the wounded, the inner child's perspective. And those are three points of view that are very different. Mm -hmm. And it's like your soul's, once you get in touch with your soul's perspective of your journey through this experience, you understand a lot of why you would create hard lessons and and challenges that that was for your own benefit and growth and that mm -hmm. you trust that more then a lot of it just becomes habit that's the problem most people are struggling and suffering due to habit because they don't understand how to consciously create that which sustains joy mm -hmm. and that's my bigger message of the book is we teach you how to shift from surviving life to creating it and when you're a lot of people get tripped up on, well, where's God fit into the whole equation? And everything in my book is really marrying a Christian point of view with a more esoteric approach to life. And where does God fit? Um, that when your will is aligned with God's will, with the belief that God wants the very best for you, then magic happens. That's when mm -hmm. miracles occur. So you've just got to trust that what you, you know, that the impulses, inspirations desires you have are god's will for you yeah that's coming to you from a higher source that you're good you're lined up mm -hmm. so let's do this you know let's mm -hmm. create it yeah i remember where i was driving on the road listening to that book for the first time and and hearing that this there was a section i said it several times but in several places but it was like in a prayer, I'm going to just express gratitude as if I had already received it. Right. You know, like that was the first kind of one of those opening moments to me where it's like, I am a co-creator. I am not asking permission as much as he, we're walking together and creating, you know, just, it was like a whole shift in my perspective about how I could show up in my own life. Yeah. And it was huge, just huge. Awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, those fish usually stick for people. It's yeah. like you had a, it's like you're now kind of a soul alignment with your own human, you know, your human experience is now plugged into that soul understanding and you just don't ever alter from it. It's mm -hmm. like you get it from that point on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You just become, yeah, it was just. That's just involved. practice. Yeah. Yourself in the old habits and stuff and say, oh, okay, I don't need to do that anymore. Yep. Yep, for sure. And, and I loved how so going back and listening to remembering homeless. Uh, um, and I picked up that and I don't know if I knew this when I read it the first time, but that but uh, mastering uh, affluence is a part two to that book, right. which was which I, I'm like, I don't know if I remembered that the first couple times around when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, but... it was sort of now a practice experience in six areas of your life. Like, let's really get into zero in on these six areas that you're experiencing on a daily basis, which is your inner world, which I teach is your um, spiritual experience, how to create spiritual affluence, mm -hmm. mental affluence, 
emotional affluence. Then we move to our outer world of physical affluence, health and well, that quality. And then there's money, financial affluence and relationship affluence. Mm-hmm. So I took those six daily, most people are dealing with all six of those on a daily function. Mm-hmm. How do you know, rather than try and shift, that's the other thing with a lot of what's taught out there in theory, it's like, well, where do I start? And I'm like, well, let's zero in on one area. Yeah. Let's really mm-hmm. target it, make a shift there. Mm-hmm. Then we'll move on to the next, you know, the dude in pieces and parts, not your whole life. Right. Yeah. I remember. So I had uh, about 20, 2008, 2009, I, I, w- I started to shed some weight, went to, through a weight loss and it was a mind shift. It was a whole shift. Yeah. And people are asking, what did you do? How did you do it? And, and I was even in women's health magazine talking oh, about that's it. Awesome. And that's, um, awesome. that's, that's a legit media Public yeah, opinion. it it was great, but it took it back then in twenty. I think that was twenty thirteen. You know, trying to describe how it wasn't just what I ate; it wasn't no, just what I did. That inner change. It that, was that inner change. Mm-hmm. Start every year in my healing center. Um, most years we start with a course I call the weight loss cure, and the whole focus is on that work. Yeah, it's on a diet. Nobody's given a workout plan. The entire four-week course is cleaning up old programming, years, decades of self-shaming, issues with food and patterns with food, emotions that are all now tied in with food. It's just this inner cleanse of let's get, and then your body's free. Yeah. The other stuff more successfully. Now let's try a different eating protocol. Right. They're like working out. Okay, let's start that. You know, you're like freed up to do it. Yes, totally. It's like a yes, I want to instead of I should right. or I must. And, right. Dragging and, around all that other stuff. Yeah. And as I was sitting there thinking about how do I explain this to people, I, I had this vivid moment where it was, you know, we talk about emotional eating and this 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 like voice almost was like, what if emotional eating uh, put weight? It was like this weird thing in the emotional body. You know what I mean? Like, what if yeah, it really does? Weight it down. Yeah. You know, like, what if it, it weighed it down? Yeah, you get it. And so that's when my body, mind, spirit, soul, mental, emotional, spiritual. So when your book came out, it was a really a big uh, affirmation to me about my work and dealing with those areas of our of our experience. So so going back again and and reading that book uh, or the affluence. So I loved the way affluence. I liked that it, that was different. The word affluence versus abundance, which I love abundance, but tell me what is the difference between those two? How do those Well, when you understand and I teach this in remembering wholeness, the universe is abundant is the title of the chapter for um understanding this is that uh, you can all you can only experience anything abundantly. The the universe only knows how to create an abundance. It's not something you have to learn. It's it's a given. It mm-hmm. is the way it plays out. You're either going to continue to experience an abundance of struggle mm-hmm. within that abundance of pain, abundance of debt, abundance of arguments with a kid, abundance of disdain with a spouse, whatever. You name your abundance. What do you got an abundance of that's not what you want? Right, right. So, or you can learn how to create the the good stuff you want in abundance. You know, it's just the spectrum. Where are you at with it? Do you want an abundance of 
of feeling good, of um, peaceful body, pain-free. You want abundance of harmony in relationships. You want a close relationship with all your children. And you can say, I understand them all. I love them all. We have close bonds. Do you want abundance of money always flowing in and accumulating? And so to me, affluence represented what we tend to call abundance when I wanted to teach that that one's a given. Let's focus on the affluence of things being the, the things we desire to be in abundance, to be affluent in our lives. Affluency doesn't necessarily, you have to give it a designation. I You could certainly say I have an affluence of pain, but we tend to think of it in the terms of being affluent means to be well off. Mm-hmm. We tend to think with money. Oh, they're very affluent, but it can be anything. You're well off in so many things. Being rich includes money is the kind of foundational thing. This I, I nicknamed our planet, planet money, because everything's operating on money. You got to have the money thing figured out. I have a really good course in the healing center called the 30 day money cure. And I've seen people majorly change their whole experience with money through this course. And they uh, have taken it from an abundance of debt and struggle and lack of money coming in to an abundance and you know affluence with money. Mm-hmm. And once you got that one dialed in, usually the next one is weight, yeah, mm-hmm. ah, or pain. Those, yeah, the, which one? Pain, weight, or money? Which yep. is yep. bigger? What's in your face right now? And so. You know, when I started my career, I knew no one's going to buy energy healing. I don't even know what it was, you know, in 1995, what, you know, run the other way. I I had to market um, being able to heal or or change. There were three things I could help you with. Pain, money, and relationships. Yeah. I will help you improve any one or all three of the above. That's what I marketed. Yep. Smart. And we just use these tools. Okay. Then yeah. Some kind of different stuff to approach it than you're used to. We're not going to sit here and talk about it. We're going to, we're going to start cleaning it up from the yes. conscious mind. Yeah. And that, that was the way I kind of thought about it. It was like, you know, the difference between energy healing and something else is that it's the senses, it's the body that gets involved. It's, yeah. it's, con- it brings it into the experience. And that's why it's so helpful. I, I just think it's, well, you so get needed. right to how the system works at the quantum level. It's all energy. Your thoughts are a vibration of energy. Emotions are energy and motion. And you're yep. starting to alter those. You know, you're you're training your brain how to think, what you want it to think. You're cleaning up the emotional energy, the emotional body that is tied to your brain. Mm-hmm. And you're creating a whole new inner world of um by doing that, you know, it's, it is very, it's interesting. I get a lot of people that it's new to them. I kind of make the woo woo make sense. So, and I always, you can find God in my world real easily. And mm-hmm. if that's not your setup, that's cool too. Cause it's not critical. Mm-hmm. I'm not offended if somebody has a completely opposite belief system than mine. I just know my tools work. Right. Uh, yeah, we say it the whole time. Get out on the semantics or worldview. I'm that's like, right. Or, that's right. It's a vocabulary, you know. Like, yeah, and I just, my goal is to help you become a like really show up in who you're meant to be on this planet, make a difference in the world, and and you know, we turn. Mike, I'm not trying to save the world. I, you yeah. know, I never said out to be like we got to save the world. I'm like, well, I'll help you and your family. I know I can mm-hmm. do that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you add it all up, that ultimately will save the world. But right. Like, that's not what I signed on for. I'm like, I agreed to help individuals, mainly women, and those women change their families. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we're, we're like, it's, I want people to just feel better. <laughs> like, it's as simple as that, just to feel. <laughs> They feel well, better. I'm okay it's if so you don't. I mean, I'm I'm okay if you choose not to. Right. I'm okay, with that too. That's true. Well, You're right. <laughs> right. Right. Isn't that interesting though? Because it is just a matter of. I mean, that's the, that's one of the core things. Is it's like you will do the most help for yourself when you allow yourself to choose what you to choose for yourself. Do you know what I mean? To actually make a choice or be involved in and in, in owning your life. That's half the, you know, sometimes we think life runs us and yeah, things can, come at you us. You can even show up in my world as a skeptic and I'm, yep. that you showed up and you're willing to give it a shot. I know if you follow any of my courses, if you go through them and really trust how I, when I teach you the, the ins and outs of what we're doing, um, and you just do the work, you'll see the benefit. Even if you don't think it should work, it's fine. Yep. Okay. It's true. We 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 always tease. We're trying to make the woo woo just woo or <laughs> or wow. I hope our real goal is to move into wow because there you go. Are. That's, that's right. what it is. Woo woo to wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, another um. So the 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 one you talked about the child the child whisperer. I just wanted to talk about that for a second because I think yeah I I mean it was so fascinating. Um, to recognize, I was toward the end of having my kids when I read this book. Um, they were all born at that point, and fascinating to see how much of a better parent I could be to understand their their innate energy, the way that they show up in the world. Um, I remember my daughter, you know, to recognize she was the type that liked to have more more movement going on, a lot more movement going on, and so I, I could recognize that was like better for her, you know? And right. so, um, so you talked about that. Yeah. That, that, that's something that you do um, that one of the places people meet you is through yeah, the, children. The basis of that body of work can actually, it lends itself to the dressing your truth brand as well as I have a, what I call energy profiling is a four types profiling system mm-hmm. that has its origin in the concept of energy. Cause as I teach it, it's an energy, a design of our nature that we're born with, not a personality, not a developed quality of character traits. It's literally an energetic expression that is our primary expression of self that we're born with. Even in utero, it's developing because each one of my daughters and daughters-in-law have successfully known their children's energy type prior to birth because they've been part of this body of work for so many years they started to teach it close to 20 years ago and i can briefly share the four types of movement but what it does then once you once you understand your dominant energy type in the fashion side of it i teach you uh, what i call the five elements of dressing your truth what design lines patterns textures, fabrication, and colors, they're all movement. They're all an expression of movement, which will look best on you. So when you're choosing garments and putting together a style, you'll do it from that place of honoring you. Mm -hmm. And it's 
phenomenally life-changing in yeah. how you look and how you feel in your clothing. The days of you know, women, I decided God and, you know, this was in the early 2000s when I really felt uh, being not even commissioned, but invited to teach this material that was starting to be formula, you know, the inspiration I was getting, understanding most typing systems, personality profiling systems are a four category reference. So I was looking at some other um, systems, but it, all of a sudden I'm starting to see this from a point of view as someone that's worked with energy now and from a very different concept of movement. And I was starting to receive these inspirations and understandings. It was like, you, you know, we, will you teach this? You know, we need you to take this out and teach this in the world. And what I came to realize that it wasn't because I needed to help women just um, do better at shopping. It was at the core of their wounding was this whole self-shaming body shaming point of view that we have in modern day America, especially mm-hmm. that we're ugly, that we're unattractive. That starts right now around age 10, 11. Cause I have a granddaughter that's entering that phase of her life and we're kind of intercepting her to not go there because we know and she knows to go these are my attributes this is what I look best in I feel amazing and I'm not even going to start that script for myself but it is one of the most wounding uh self debt is it self deprecating Mm -hmm. practices women have in our time Mm-hmm. Our modern era is almost every, I have never met a woman that doesn't do it or mm-hmm. have that negative, that self-shaming opinion about herself. If she goes yeah. into a dressing room and says, then look good. It's not because, well, it's not the right design lines and textures and fabrics. It's like, I'm too fat. I'm not attractive. I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. They're the fault. The fashion world is said when you don't look good, it's because of you. It's mm-hmm. not our trends and yeah, whatever's on trend and whatever styles are in, mm-hmm. they should work. They work. You don't work. And mm-hmm. I flip that whole conversation around. I free women up. I, I get them to leave that, like heal that once and for all to say mm-hmm. it was never me. And I just never understood my type of beauty. And now I do. And now I got skills. Mm-hmm. I say I make the fashion world useful to you now and enjoy it. You're getting dressed every day. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not like working out, you have to, it's optimal. Dressing, unless you never leave your house, is is something you gotta you gotta do. Right. I'm not, I say it's never about the clothes, it's about self-care and self-affirmation. That's mm-hmm. what dressing the truth is once you understand your entire experience with it. Yeah. To give permission to people to especially women. Oh, I mean yeah. to 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 say to look in the mirror and say, I look great. Like yeah. Oh, I have women in their 60s, 70s says, I, for the first time in my life, I feel like I look beautiful. Wow. It's kind of sad at the same time. It's glorious. Yeah. I was that girl though. I was Ray. I am that product of our modern day supermodel era. Yeah. I was 12 in 1969 when Twiggy came on the scene, which was really legitimately the first supermodel. She wouldn't even make it as a supermodel these days because she was definitely skinny like they like to be today, like and look today. Mm-hmm. She wasn't quite tall enough. But that's when it launched around the late 60s, the supermodel um, marketing. It's still going crazier mm-hmm. than ever. 
we're not looking to it. It's pure entertainment for anybody if they're interested, but it certainly isn't a practical reference to say, what do I wear today? Right. But we are stuck with what they sell in the stores unless there's so much merchandise around though. I mean, I, I'm, I've had to, I produce a lot of videos and I produce a lot of reels showing mm-hmm. different looks. And we do a lot with just our free stuff. And uh, I just, I, I'm kind of over the buying and accumulating a lot of expensive clothes. Well, I was never into expensive clothing, but I honestly find a lot of my things at consignment stores and used clothing. I'm yeah. all about the used clothing lately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is, I know it's like a more of a win when you find a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> So. so we, we, um, you know, in that space, even though it's about by the, the first pass, you'll think it's about just fashion. It really is a body of work that's deeply healing for women. It really is. It really it is. Put, it puts everything it, you know, healing is the point is, is the same. Uh, everything comes down to that. Yep. Yeah. Right. I'm hoping you heal. Right. I know. Like I say, I mean, could you, like, it is possible for you women listening to look in the mirror and say, I look yeah. fabulous. There's nothing. Oh, and if you're over 50, I'm your gal. I'm yeah. going to help you go, whoa, man, I can look really, you don't, you know, women don't want to look trendy. Like they're trying to be younger. I would mm-hmm. say youth is not the goal here. Youth is oversold when it comes to our appearance that you, the beauty equals youth. Mm-hmm. It's like that. We get pitched that every day. And yeah. the deal is, I even said to somebody, I was at the TSA line and the guy, I mean, the guy was like exaggerating. He's like, you look 21. I'm like, well, I really don't. But I said, you know, just so you know, I'm not going for looking younger. I just want to look fit and healthy at my mm-hmm. age. Yeah, I really do. I want to look like someone that's figured it out. Like there's a confident woman. Well, that woman knows what's going on. She really put put herself together. She's, she's got it. You know, not because I'm better than you, not because I want to go on into my seventies feeling good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why why not? Right. Why not look good? Yep. I'll be, I'm turning 50 next year. I'm hitting that big 50. Yeah. See, and I, that's right. It's got the space. And that's the thing is I'm like, you know what? I want people to know that I love myself. You better go cut your hair. You're hitting 50. (laughs) Right. 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 Yeah. We decided you're a type three also. Yes. Yes. So I maybe a little, you're sick. You always have the four types. Yeah. Type one is an upward light movement, buoyant, um, more just perky, uh, has kind of lives life a little bit of a bounce, bright eyed. This is the bright animated woman. Yes. Type two is the more subtle, soft, moving downward. This is your Jennifer Aniston. Ellen DeGeneres would be type one. Mm-hmm. This is your um, quality of being a calming influence and just uh, more subdued energy. Type three is a push forward, more assertive, uh, not at all very much considered a feminine expression in my timeline. Mm -hmm. I had to heal that one because type one and two were the cultural stereotype of the feminine. Mm -hmm. I call it yin energy, a very soft, light, gentle energy. I'm Mm -hmm. a very yang energy, which is a push. You know, I'm the Amelia Earhart. That's why mm-hmm. she's three, four. She was applauded because she lived by her own standard, but it yeah. was 
makeup in her that really set her out to do what she did when it wasn't necessarily the norm. Right. She had a big drive and type threes have a big drive. And then um, type four is our bold, stunning, reflective quality of a woman that's got a lot of poise and a lot of symmetry, exactness. And your secondaries will tweak things a bit. Like I would think you're a three with a secondary two. Mm. And wear this kind of the longer lob with the texture. You don't have to cut your hair because that secondary too gives you, but if it was all really S curvy, you know, you're leading with, you've got to make sure you lead with your dominant with hair, with clothing. And the secondary throws in a a subtle influence where I'm a three, four, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have much more sleekness to my whole Mm-hmm. luck and appearance and how I approach you'll be the type three that pushes forward with a more of a gentle awareness where I'm the type three that pushes for forward with a more blunt <laughs> hey we need all types that's right you put all the types together you get a 10 so we need all the that's types. right that's right we do need all four everyone has a certain gift and do you have it's just my nature that's the other I do yes it teaches us from a adult point of view but you learn a lot about yourself and your people in your life to stop projecting on unreasonable expectations now they might still trigger you but mm-hmm. you can at least say well that's just how they're made mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's funny because so I think at the time I came in and was and was and I didn't know for sure. So I scheduled like a a, a small like a quick little to, to to just to like confirm what I thought, I guess. But it was back. I looked it up. I think it was in 2014. That was and, yeah. And and, and I think <laughs> during during that time, I think I was I think I was still in my depressed depression. So I yeah. thought I was more of a four because that stillness you know, because I just felt so, so it's been, so it was interesting when you said a three, I, I kind of went, okay. Cause well, also recently I've seen you more, well, it's been years, but um, that back then it was more of oranges and browns and I've seen you show up, you, you know, watching you with more, more yeah, of the reds like and the blues. This system has taught me over the years, continues to teach me. So I strive to be a role model for all four types in my social media role mm-hmm. to show you that it's there's a lot more options than you think and then I get translated into the four um color season system way too often where it is the fall winter right spring, a summer, which is not translatable in my world it's that's a color system mine's much broader and more expansive than that you can personalize it a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's why the energy part of it is so, because what's funny is like when, when she told me, I think she thinks she's, you're a three. I laughed because, you know, I, I'm always like, I thought maybe, uh, cause I do like to go against the grain. Like (laughs) I like to do it. I like the little bit of the opposite. I like to, you know, I like to break the rules or push, push the boundaries a little bit in my own little way. Mm-hmm. And so I would have thought maybe um, that was me, you know, so, so I can see it now I can see it. Um, so it'll be interesting. I I told my husband, I says, it's the time for a shopping spree. Sorry. Yeah. Honey. You'll have some fun with that. And we do in our world, make it easy when it comes to makeup, jewelry. Um, I sell, 
I have a big product line to access things so you're not second guessing and we're constantly having sales. And the biggest thing I launched in the last two years was type threes, particularly type threes with a secondary four like me have the most progressive aging in our skin, mm-hmm. especially on our face. And about age 55, I was tanking when it came to my skin's health and it was going downhill fast. And I put it, I didn't, I tried the whole uh, filler Botox route and I'm like, man, I look like whacked out. I I, I knew, (laughs) I knew I wanted a more natural look. And I knew as I aged, I couldn't keep correcting without restoring Mm. and correct through superficial efforts without regenerative healing my skin, you know, mm. it's like, you got to keep going more with, you know, more filler, more Botox. Cause right. Your skin's still tanking. Mm-hmm. So I put it, I put it true to my type three, pushed up my sleeves and I started to really investigate skin health and really testing products and learning about skin and what it responded to and putting my, I was my own Guinea pig mm-hmm. and I started to de-age myself big time. People started to notice it. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like you got, and I started taking collagen and I started using certain products. I started to understand. And I was spending a buku amount of bucks because they don't ever stack ingredients. It's like, you need this one and this one and this right. one. <laughs> and then I learned in the industry, because I'm really not in the skincare industry. I'm someone playing in that because I have a demographic that needs it and a dedicated audience that I learned that they're ranking a... They're hiking all the pricing up for two reasons. They've convinced us the more you pay, the better quality, the more quality it is. Right. And they need marketing dollars because it's one of the most saturated marketing spaces around. And I was able to launch my own skincare line two mm-hmm. years ago. That my goal was fewer products that work, that get results at affordable pricing. And I did right. it. It's just mm-hmm. exceptional. Yeah. And then, as I looked uh, just this year earlier, as my skin really responded favorably, my neck, you've got this face, second face, third face. Yeah. <laughs> I say, you want to know a woman's true age, leave your neck and your hands, <laughs> unless you're taking care of them. Because you can't do aesthetically. Right. Stuff. Right. You can't do a lot. Right. And you, you know, I haven't had a facelift and I really been able to, I did have to do some really deep peels and some things to resurface because it had just really, but the biggest change that I've seen improvement in is my um, restoring my volume back, Mm -hmm. not being so hollowed out and shrunken and loose skin because of it. But I, you know, start looking at my creepy arms and creepy skin above my knees. And I'm like, okay, where's the anti-aging body lotion? Like, hello. Mm -hmm. So I started hunting down that, you know, two years ago. I'm like, okay, where's that product? Well, I found a couple that were legit that had, you know, ingredients that were really effective. Mm-hmm. Elastin makes one, but they were 220 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, right. Nobody's going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you can, this is your grocery budget for, you right, know, right. When you're an empty nester. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry, we're having problems again. I had to get that. (laughs) So I went to my manufacturer and we formulated our own and I launched that in, I think it was March and it's outstanding. It's one of the coolest things I've ever put on the market and I love it. It's so good. It has a special ingredient called Bacuchiol oil. 
Okay. Retinol is the, like the, in the hierarchy of ingredients, it's the number one kind of anti-aging ingredient because it helps improve skin cell turnover Mm -hmm. and your skin cells all get lazy and you've got to kick them into gear and helps your collagen reboot. And yet it has photosensitivity, meaning you get really red and it's pricey to put a bunch of retinol on your body. Yeah. Yep. Well, my man, my formulators, the, the lab I work with said, well, we've just discovered this new ingredient that's kind of popular in certain parts of the world called Bakuchil oil and has all the benefits of retinol without the photosensitivity and it's a lot cheaper. So that's like my key ingredient in my anti-aging mm-hmm. body lotion. And it's legit. I don't have it. It's, on, it's in the bathroom, but yeah, I love this stuff. I add, I put a small pump on it with every other, I have five or like six other products they sell. Mm-hmm. AM PM products, but I add a little bit of that to every other. I like superpower every product with this stuff now. Okay. Well, where do oh, we get I, that? I, and these reviews are like, and, and if you don't have any of this, um, my PR manager, have Julia gift you okay. the, whole, the whole kit. I want you to I'd want love you to it. test it out. I'm going to try. I'm going to buy it. Where do I buy it? I know, right? I know. And, you know, this will be your birthday present. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank Welcome you. Thank you. In fact, yeah, today. So now that I'm a like type three, dynamic type three and a Sagittarius, because that's what you are. You a Sag too? Capricorn. I'm just. Oh, are you kept? Okay. You're other one. Okay. Well, I might climb that mountain. I will. (laughs) I know you will. I know, but you have to beat it. I will beat it. You will beat it. And you, you have to be that way to get, to get, to get me and to get me to get there too. You know, I live in a state that I wasn't raised here and I am a member of the predominant faith in Utah. And it was, my joke is God said in my early origins of my career said, you have, you can go two places, Utah or the Middle East. I'm like, I just need you to go where women are repressed and confused. Uh, uh We'll go to Utah. (laughs) Well, I, yeah, I, you went to a good place. been much I, have women. I mean, we are primarily, um, we're not, con- we are strictly an online company now. We've had mm-hmm. our days of our own, like, um, brick and mortar and one store and that old deal. We just said, you know, we're going online and we always did it. God really let us because we did it before we had to be, you know, I didn't have to yeah. shut down and, uh, I was yeah. already online and really established ourselves as a, uh, a company that, is globally reaching women all over. We predominantly reach women in the United States, but we have women in close to 150 countries that mm-hmm. have gone through my programs that mm-hmm. a lot of them wish they could buy stuff because the we can't ship because of the, their uh, countries have kind of made it difficult. Mm-hmm. Darn. Yeah, I went to South Africa. Like I had a trip a few years ago, like five, six years ago, we went to through South Africa, Johannesburg and, went on a safari up in Zimbabwe and Botswana and we just had an overnight layover in Johannesburg. So we decided to do a little meet and greet there thinking maybe 10 or 15, you know, how often am I getting Johannesburg? And right. here, let's just do this for the people that may know me here. And we had like 70 people show up. Wow. I, mean, I said, why if my son who's in charge of all our social media marketing? Well, the ads are really cheap. And so freaking <laughs> <laughs> We picked up a lot of fans because of social media dollars. Okay. Like, like, I'm like, well, there you go. This is the world we live in. (laughs) That's right. Well, that's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah well, I, had good, I had the good fortune to go to Israel um, four, three years ago. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful country. And we did a meet and greet there. What a beautiful thing to see. And I just, again, pray. This is like out of my hands. I, just, mm-hmm. what can I, do? Mm-hmm. I can pray. I can pray that mm-hmm. God's will will, you know, mm-hmm. there's all kind. you know, there's a lot of like why this is all happening in today's right. And I say, I can't, I just, I, I just pray and yeah. continue to help those I can help. But we had a meet and greet there and we had, we had Orthodox Jewish women, moms there. We had people that were not as Orthodox, but of the mm-hmm. Jewish faith. We had mm-hmm. Orthodox Christians there. We had um, people that were just there. You know, it was just such a crossroads of people. And I thought, I love the fact that I can offer something in the world where there's a common point of interest, although we all have different belief systems, mm-hmm. but we can agree on this, these things. Yeah. Cause they yeah. are making a difference. And that was a very um, lovely experience that really showed me. Cause you know, I'm behind a computer a lot of the time, but it's nice to like this, talk with someone. Yes. I, yes. True. I true. Conversation go, Thank you. I'm glad. True. It's Yes. And see the the impact you're making. And that's, yeah, that's so amazing. Well, you know, personally, I'm just, you know, you've just been part of my, my journey. In fact, I got my star chart done. And I remember her saying a couple of years ago, you had a mentor enter your life and said, you want a trajectory. And, and I, there was, you know, I've had a friend that kind of introduced me into you. So maybe it's her, but, but it was your work that really, really, um, brought me to where I am. I mean, you know, so, so I'm, I'm like my, the people that I'm helping are like grandchildren to your work because it's, I really appreciate all that you have, um, you know, taught and you teach it in such a way that it just makes it matter of factly. And you're, you are always honoring of where everybody's coming from and yet true to yourself, which is, you know, really, really helpful to those of us that are just that when you come into it new and you're just got that, that traumatized face you know, because, oh yeah you know it, like, here let me help you yes well, I, we've covered a lot i want to give someone women a starting point it's yes like, really start i would start addressing your truth i would start there's two places if the healing really speaks to you go to healwithcarol.com basics guide okay addressing your truth is really getting your attention you go to dressingyourtruth.com forward slash free offer Okay. Or you go to either just heal with heal with carol.com or dressingyourtruth.com. It will yep. get you. Yeah, we'll put we'll put I the have, links. I have some free courses that you don't have to spend. I want you to have an experience first. I don't want yeah. you to make a decision about making a financial investment. I'd love for you to have an experience first. Yeah, and I, I all I ask for is an email. Yep, yep. And I attest <laughs> that there's so much to learn. There, I mean, not, there's so much that you give and teach. You know, there's a lot. You give a you lot. Start in YouTube world. Yeah, yeah. Organized, but it's all there. Right, right. Yep, yep. I have a lot it, of free content. No question. You do, you do, and it's very helpful. You can, you can shift quickly with just a Google of Carol Tuttle. I will say for sure, for sure. Well, we always ask, um, because we are the wholeness network and, and, you know, remembering wholeness, I know wholeness is a, is, uh, something that you talk about and think about, but we always ask, what does wholeness mean to you? What does that idea mean to you? 
I believe that, and I teach this in the book in remembering wholeness, that there's no challenge, no adversity, no, um, no thing that we're up against that we didn't come with the answers on some level and the embodiment of God's grace to assist us. It's just, again, awakening that, um, being willing to take the blinders off at times, being willing to be accountable. But I believe we have been equipped with what we need to be successful and that God's got our back. I, I'm a big believer in the grace of the divine to make up the difference. And I've seen that every, my career has been a journey of trusting my inspiration and really being one of a prayerful effort to ask what's next, what's correct and how can I serve? And I had to get my own stuff together. I know in the early days of my career, I was working on me as much as I was in my efforts to help others. And I'm at a place now that I'm kind of like, well, okay, I'm a, now I can purely help. I can truly serve hundred percent because I've, I've taken care of all of my stress and disruptions and I don't, I have a really lovely life. It's very drama free. It is drama free. You got to get, you get a point when you hit this place of peace and tranquility, especially on the inner world, it's a lot quieter because mm-hmm. you're, you're not chattering all these things and thinking about what people think. And you're not worried about, I don't worry. I trust. And then your days go really smoothly. Good things happen and fall into place. And it almost feels a little boring because you're not up against this stuff. You have to mm-hmm. train yourself to live in this place of affluence. Mm-hmm in a quieter inner world. And you do get to the point where it's like your relationships can change. I'd give spouses some growing room. They may not approach it the same way in the same timeline, but I, I, how we, the potential of them that we hold my, one of the things my husband, it will include in his prayers that I actually teach and remembering wholeness is asking God, help me see this person as you see them Mm -hmm. to hold that perception of them. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's hostility to the point of abuse and there needs to be clear boundaries, boundaries are perfectly acceptable. It's not a take whatever you get. It's loving yourself as as a quality of creating boundaries and saying, no, that's not okay. And this is how I deserve to be. You know, there's a lot of learning in the process of wholeness mm-hmm. and it's not just something you wake it up into one day you become it. It's there for you. You're born with it. You carry it, but you have to bring it to life. Basically. Feel empowered every day with wholeness videos, meditations, downloads, classes, and more by joining the Wholeness Library at thewholenessnetwork.com.